The greatest power in the universe is life, and it's in you. Every moment, every hour, every day, month, and year, you gain more experience, more ability, more power. Go be great. You're listening to the Go Be Great podcast with Travis Wood Sr. Inspiring you to strive for greatness in everything, everywhere, every time. Go be great! Great day, great day. Welcome to the Go Be Great experience. I am your host, Travis Wolf Sr., and you are great. Guys, question, question for you today. Who is in your circle? Who is in your circle? I know many of you have heard this. You know, there's so many great people who have said it. You can't even attribute this to one specific individual, but you've heard it so many times. You're the average of the people you spend the most time with, or you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, or you know, you're, you're, the, the secret to your success is your circle, or whatever. They say it in so many different ways, but who is in your circle? And maybe some of you haven't heard it. So for those of you who haven't, who is in your circle? The reason why I asked that question is because when I, when I look back at some of my previous experiences in life, wherever I was at that point in my life, whatever I was doing, I was doing what the people in my circle were doing, right? Like, follow me. So when I was in high school and I was getting into trouble, the people I was hanging around, other troublemakers, right? Other troublemakers. We were all doing things that would get us into trouble. When I was in college, same thing. What was going on in college? What was I doing in college? I was doing what the other people in my circle in college were doing. They say we're the average of the people that we spend the most time with, right? Or we're the average of the five people that we hang around the most. I used to say I wasn't going to drink because my dad was a drunk, but my dad was an alcoholic, rather, and my father used to get drunk and beat my mother. So I never wanted to drink. And then in college, the guy, my friends who were around, they drank. And they were like, on my, on my birthday, they knew I loved video games, and on my birthday, they bought me a video game, and they were like, Trav, you know, this, we got you this for your birthday. All we want to do is you got to do one thing for us. We're going to throw a party for you, and you got to have one drink with us. And I'm like, ah, oh, no, nah, I don't drink. You know, you're like, no, nah, just one drink, one drink, one drink. And I've never been one to subscribe to peer pressure. I'm a, I'm a pretty tough guy, at least I thought myself to be at that time. I was a pretty tough guy, and, and I was the leader of the group. So I didn't need, uh, peer pressure didn't, didn't, I didn't need to let people know that peer pressure doesn't, doesn't bother me. They just knew I would say no, and that would be it. But interestingly enough, this one time, I, I gave in to that peer pressure. Everybody else was doing it. Everybody else was trying to convince me. And I gave in to that peer pressure, and I drank that one time. Then, fast forward, um, I'm about 28, 29 years old, maybe 30 years old. No, actually, I'm a little bit older. Yeah, about 30, 31, 32 years old, right? And I start to get some new friends, right? And these guys are extraordinary human beings. They still are to this day. I'm taking nothing from them, but they drank. And um, a lot of people drink. I'm not, you know, to each his own. And they drank often. And um, 
I never wanted to be my father. I always said I didn't want to be my father, and I would never, I would never be my father. I would never drink and get drunk like my dad. And you know, one day I found myself coming home from work, and I would go down to the basement. I used to have a nice, like in the wintertime, there would be this crazy breeze that would come in through the basement door. And I took off the, um, I used to have like a little like thing to keep the air out, you know, like a little like, I don't know what it's called, but I would have a little strip at the bottom of the door to keep the air out, like a weather strip. And I removed it so that the air could come in and it would keep cold these cases of this beer that I loved, right? And I didn't really like the taste of beer, but I used to love the taste of root beer. I used to love root beer, but I didn't like drinking soda. So this beer that tasted like root beer was, man, I thought it was so delicious because I loved the root beer. So I would have these cases of, of this root beer beer and in the basement. And I would come home from work after a long day's work as a police officer. I would go downstairs, I would get one beer, and I was, I was already tired already. And plus, I'm not really good at drinking and they have more, a higher percentage of alcohol than most beers, I would drink one beer and I would pass out. I would wake up two or three hours later and then go to bed or whatever. And I started to realize something. My kids were watching me come home from work every day and get this beer and start drinking this beer. And um, they, I don't know what they thought. I don't know what they, what they were thinking at the time or if they judged me or what, but I know that our children look up to us, right? And, and we're their example. So my kids were watching me drink this beer, and I eventually I didn't like what I was becoming, and I quit drinking. And then I, I realized, like two years later, a year and a half later, my son said to me, he's like, oh, I asked my son, I said, son, what are you going to do, Trav, what are you going to do when you make your first million? He said, I'm going to go to the club, me and my boys going to pop bottles, and me and my boys going to pop bottles. And I was like, wait, wait, what, what? First of all, we don't pop bottles in this family, son. Like we don't, why would you want to pop bottles? He was like, well, dad, you drink. My son's 11 years old, right? No, at the time he was, uh, I was 11, he was, he was 10 years old. And he's like, dad, you drink? And I'm like, first of all, I don't drink. I haven't, I haven't drank anything in the past year and a half. And you know, that's not something that's, that's not cool. Like that's not how you celebrate a victory like that. And it was interesting because I had stopped drinking a year and a half ago, but in my son's mind, I drank. So like that was his example. So that was the cool thing to do. So when he made his first million, him and his boys are going to go to the club and pop bottles. Like, wait, what? And I, I started to realize how much of an influence that I had on my children and how much of an example that I, I am to them. And it really affected me, you know, like to tears. It really hurt me because I'm like, I didn't want to be my father, but I showed my son exactly how to, like, luckily for me, I was a sleepy drunk and I would get drunk and, or drink a beer and pass out. But what if I was the kind of human being that would get drunk and then be abusive or aggressive, right? Or what if my son ends up drinking and becoming abusive and aggressive and then he might hurt his, you know, and then what if he does it and teaches his son or his, like, what if we perpetuate that vicious cycle just because I'm drinking? And I, I noticed that the, the reason why I started drinking like that was because the, the people that I was around, they drunk all the time, and, and that was the cool thing to do. And the truth is, that might be cool for them, but that's not who I wanted to be. And that's not who I want my son to be. So I'm not going to hammer the point, but who's in your circle? When I wanted to become successful, I, I couldn't 
hang around people that didn't understand success or didn't appreciate success. I looked at my finances and I was making, I looked at my circle and I was making the average amount of money that everybody in my, look who's in your circle right now. Think about how much money you make and how much money they make, right? If you can ask them what, how much they make, find out what they make, get the average of all of your incomes, and I bet you that's what you make, or very, 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 very close to it. But when I got around some individuals who were making millions and millions of dollars, right? Like, I wanted to become a millionaire, so I wanted to make so much money so I can help so many people and I can do so many great things for the world. So I started hanging around people who had that mindset, who wanted to make more, right? So they can give more. People who had already made more. I started getting people in my circle, mentors, who had already seen that kind of money, right? And knows what that, knows what that looks like. And instantly my life changed. My situation changed financially. You know, the things, and now I still haven't made a million dollars in this business just yet, but I've got the right people around me to help me to do that. You know, I, I've got the right people around me who have taught me how we can do that. And if you continue to do the same thing with the same people, you're going to continue to get the same result. But if you want to do something different, you got to do something different with different people, and then you'll get a different. So that's what I did, right? I, I looked at my circle. I did, a, I did a, an assessment of the people who were around me, and one by one, I started letting those people go. They're still great people. They're still great friends. I still love them to death. I still talk to them. I, I still you know, spend time with them every now and again, but I don't keep them in my circle all the time in my, in, because I want to go further. I, I want to do more things, and if they get that same mindset, hey, let's go. You know, they're, they're, they're still my boys. They're still my, you know, my friends, but... I had to do an evaluation of my circle. And, and you do too. If you want what you have, if you're content with that, God bless you, where you're at. If you're happy, stay where you are. If you want more, you have to go get more and get people around you who also want more, who will pull you with them, who will push you, push you to higher heights, right? Who will give you the information that's gonna help you to get to another place. Like the people who I was spending time with in high school getting in trouble with don't know how to make money. They don't know how to, how to build a, a, a successful business. They don't know how to have successful families, right? So I had to get around people who, who want those things, who have those things. Those people from high school can't teach me how to be a successful businessman or a successful owner of a company. They can't teach me how to be a better speaker or a better communicator. They can't teach me how to be an author because that's not what they do. You got to get around people who do what you want to do, who have what you want to have, who, who are doing you know, greater things in this world so they can teach you the game, show you how it's done. You change your circle, you'll change your life. So that's my message to you guys. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so grateful for you. I'm so, so grateful for you. I cannot thank you enough for taking your time, spending your time with me today. You could have been anywhere in the world doing anything that you wanted to do right now but you're here with me and I truly appreciate you for that. Thank you, thank you for watching, thank you for listening. This has been the Go Be Great Experience. I am Travis Wolf Sr. and you are great. Change your circle and you'll change your life. Go be great.